Hi, uh, this is Sima Verma, and I'm with Peter Gould. Uh He's an excellent guitarist, and he's also one of the artists that's on my website. Uh, his uh, current album that I'm listed is uh, Ophelia, and it has a, sort of a, a different mix of instrumental guitar uh, melodies, and it's it, he's an awesome artist, so I thought we'd bring him on and sort of discuss his life, what he's doing in New York, and his performances, and sort of talk about his music. Hi, Peter. Hi, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. So tell me what's been going on. You're still in New York, right? Yeah, I live a little bit outside of the city in a oh. sort of rural little corner of the suburbs. Yeah, the COVID probably hit pretty hard in uh, New York City, huh? Yeah, it's been, I mean, I don't think the music industry has really recovered yet. Yeah. So were you able to do any performances at all? Really just a few. Yeah. Um, I mean, this year has been a little bit better. But... Uh, you know, for the small-scale art centers and churches and places that I tend to play, <clears throat> they're still not up and running. Yeah, I imagine that they're not. Um, you know, it's, I know there's been pretty strict lockdowns and rules in New York City that probably prevent a lot of the artists from live performances and other things. So uh, tell me more about what you're working on now and uh, the... Describe your music for me. Well, uh, I'm coming from a classical background, but I like to incorporate other elements of music into my mix. So uh, some of my work reflects a jazz orientation or a world music orientation. But... Uh, no, I put out an album every six months or so, and sometimes they're original music albums, and sometimes they're just types of music that I like. Uh, several of my albums have reflected Brazilian uh, interest. Um, I know that you put out a lot of albums lately, and they're on your own personal website. Um, What's the link of that website? It's uh, www.rhythmsinmyhead.com. Okay. Yeah, I, you have so many wonderful works. Um, and I only try to capture uh, just one album, like the different tunes that I liked, and I put it together in the Ophelia that's on my website. Um, but other than, you know, like the different, I noticed that they're all instrumentals. Is there like, you ever thought about combining it with vocals and other artists? Uh, well, I, I've put out one or two albums with vocals, uh, either someone else singing or the last album I did uh, has vocals on it. Okay. I think I have to go listen to that then. I didn't realize it. So you probably upped it. Was that just last year that you had a new album out? Yeah, it came out around Christmas. Okay. Um, and I noticed a lot of your music, uh, you were traveling a lot in the earlier days, and you kind of incorporated different 
melodies from different countries. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I feel part of my work as an artist is to you know, give impressions of of our time and and my time in particular. So uh, often I'll write music related to some experience uh, from my life, <clears throat> which has involved a lot of traveling and uh, trying to express some feeling of time and place. Um, so what is your, like, your favorite song that you've done so far? Oh, I don't know. I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. Wow, that's a long time. So it's hard to really single out one. I think this recent album is very interesting. It, uh, well, it has some songs, but it has a lot of pieces with voiceovers where basically it, there's music playing and I'm telling a story. Now uh, I would like to go to your website. Let me see if I can. The stories are sort of a combination of reality and uh, fantasy. Great. So which... Uh, called Secret Agent. Secret, okay. So let me play... <laughs> Sometimes you just have to fight like hell to 
this is pretty interesting. It's kind of like very mellow, and you know, like I see a kind of film noir type of atmosphere, right? Um, and I like that you actually are now taking part of your life and putting it into music, you know, because the earlier works that I've heard were mostly all in instrumental. So I'm going to take more look at the newer albums and see. Uh, I might actually make another album with you <laughs> if you're willing because uh, you have way a lot more albums than I since the last time we even spoke. There's How many do you have total now? I don't know. A lot, right? I, I can already count more than 10. No, I've been trying to put out some of my uh, you know, works that are in my back catalog, I guess you could say. How many? There's even more recordings than this, what you posted online? or? Yeah, I took two off. Um, I guess there's about 12 of them now. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Well, I'm really excited to hear a lot of the other ones um, to kind of update some more. I'll maybe pick and choose a few more and make a new album out of it. Um, I really do like the last one, The Woman in the Bar, because it's kind of like more film style narration, like you just singing. So I was inspired to do that from living in Germany for quite a long time and because I was never really a legal resident there I kept having to leave well at first Germany and then the European Union every so often and it was too expensive to come back to America every time so I started just going anywhere else I could go outside of the European Union and then they'd let you back in again when you came back. Hmm. So I mean I must have gone to Croatia ten times. Wow. Uh, to Turkey three times. I went to uh, all the all the Yugoslavian countries several times. And I discovered that you didn't have to stay there very long. <laughs> Once I, I literally took a train to cross the border, stayed there for 20 minutes, and came right back. Huh. <laughs> train. And the same guy was at the immigration desk, and he just sort of chuckled and stamped me back in. Yeah, your passport so looked really interesting. Oh, and my passport had got so many uh, stamps in it. There were none left. <laughs> wow. So I went to the consulate. In those days, there was still a consulate in Dusseldorf. And they put some new pages into my passport. But they weren't the same size oh. <laughs> as the other ones. So that it made my passport look so noticeable and somewhat suspicious because of the fact that it had two different size pages now. Well, you must have been very lucky to be able to travel like that. I would love to do that now with, you know, with too many constraints. Um, so were you performing? Some things about immigration and you can't do that 24 hours yeah. out of the European Union. But I, I kept going through immigration so many times I started to feel like I was a spy 
<laughs> I was always being examined and scrutinized. And so I sort of came up with this idea of imagining myself as a spy living in Europe. Ah, so that explains yeah. the secret agent album? Yeah, and but all of the characters and things that I talk about actually happened. Wow. So I, I, I think it is an unusual piece of work. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, I love your work. I, you know, it's very easy listening and very, I, I mean, if you like instrumentals, then, you know, you can kind of escape through different realms of how you play it. I mean, I think it must, is it really hard to kind of play that, uh, be a guitarist like that? Because it's, it, it's, it, it seems like your music is kind of complex. Well, I don't know, I've been playing for 50 years, so I, I mean, I don't feel I'm the world's greatest technical guitarist, but I know what I can do, and um, I think I do have the ability to communicate through music, and I, I like many different types of music, and you know, very, I, mean, I studied classical 20th century music, so I'm not very familiar with dissonant styles of music, really pretty much everything people have done in the last hundred years or so. But I feel um, we need less noisy music, or not that we need less noisy music, but I want to create music that is calm and yeah. You know, offers a sort of warm space for people to enter. And then what I'm hoping is that it will transport them somewhere, you know, through their imagination as much as through what I'm doing. Well, that's why I liked your music and wanted to put that, you know, on my website because of that. You know, with today's music, it's kind of harsh and all over the place and it's too much. And, you know, for me, like, you should be able to listen to music and it should be, it should feel good to the soul and not just, you know, noise, empty noises that are just um, designed to do something else. So that's part of, you know, especially being a Christian website, I want something that's wholesome and your music is definitely that. And I think it's timeless, you know, whether you listen to it today or 200 years from now, it's still going to sound great. You know, you're kind of like one of the, great artists of let's say in the 1800s you know that we kind of memorialize their classical music that kind of lived on for generations i think your music will do the same you know it'll outlast you long long after so uh it's good that you're still creating you know because uh, it'll be a different experience especially you know what you're doing now versus what you did 20 30 years ago um are you still recording music um at a professional studio, or do you do that in your house? I do it in my house. Okay. I've done, I've done work in the past in studios, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of new software that is making it much easier to do things like this at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it allows everything to be online these days. So, yeah, that's pretty good. And, and thank you best if you can hire a professional to do your final mixing right because i'm not I, I wouldn't say i'm great at it 
<clears throat> but I, I, I've learned how to do it. So where, where do you see yourself, you know, going from moving forward for this year and next year? Well, hoping to get a better handle on how to function in this new environment where music, I think, will be disseminated less in live performance. Yeah, I think they're trying to do that all online now as events. Yeah, and I, I don't think the... I mean, it's sort of a, a dilemma because, you know, what is the thing about live music? Right. It's live. Yeah. It isn't a, I mean, you know, the people have talked about this for hundreds of years, and especially in the context of jazz, that it, it's always different every time in live performance. Yeah. Particularly in improvised music. And to set it in stone, to me, kind of takes away the, the most fundamental thing about music, which is that it is a, a one once in a moment experience. It, it's there when it's being played and when the piece ends, it's not there anymore. Yeah, kind of like a fleeting experience. You know, you're there with whoever, and you're, everything is sort of integrated, right? Which you can only experience live. With this, all this online stuff, uh, especially when, even if they did events, you know, for live concerts and stuff, you're still sitting by yourself in front of your computer. You know, it's not the same thing. But so I'm, I'm hopeful that you know that people will start reverting to being around each other again and wanting, you know, real experiences instead of more online stuff. I mean, there's benefit and there's loss to doing everything online. You know, it makes it easy. Like we can have a meeting today and you're in New York, I'm in Minnesota, and we can, you know, have an actual meeting. Um, But would it be better if I could, you know, be in there in person and, you know, watch you perform? Yeah, of course. Um, but so I guess we just have to kind of move forward however it's moving, you know, and make the best of it. And that's what I'm hoping to do with my website. It's important that music or part of the nature of music is the space that it's being performed in. Yeah. You know, there's an acoustic aspect to music that is lost when it is digitized and played through little speakers on a computer. It's it's not. If you look poke around my website, you'll see photos of all of these churches I played in in Germany. You know these five hundred year old buildings, and they have a they they lend something to the to music when it's being played in a space like that. Yeah, I mean, it's more it's more in tune with your body, you know, to be able to hear sounds like that, where you're not getting the full effect online. I understand that, you know, and it's just unfortunate that things are kind of moving that way. But uh, do you think you might be performing live any time soon? Maybe a year within? No, the- I have a couple of 
updates. Uh, and I, I was, last year, I think I had two concerts, and the year before, I think I had three. This year, I've got about six or eight bookings when I've had a couple. So it's a little bit better. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's pretty good, though. That's a, that's a, a long time ago that rather than wait around for the for the a, a great offer, I would try to create a new type of concert. And I I started doing this in Germany because it's apparently quite common in Germany for churches to have what they call you know free will offering concerts where they there's no money involved in renting their space or them paying a fee and you just essentially have a basket sitting there and the people put nice. money into it yeah. and uh i was able to vastly expand the number of performances i was doing by using this sort of a format hmm. um and one year when I was in Germany, I had 75 concerts. Wow. And, uh, That's a lot. <laughs> more than one about every week. Yeah. So, you know, I think artists sometimes, I don't know whether they take themselves too seriously or there's been a lot of talk in the business about being professional and, you know, insisting on certain things. And, you know, maybe that, leads to something but by having a more open approach to whom you're going to perform for and where uh, you can expand your reach yeah so well, I in all of these amazing places yeah little and I, I would go almost anywhere too so that I wound up being out in the middle of nowhere in these little towns. Uh, nice. And uh, it felt like I was really, even though I wasn't bringing in thousands of people, you know, if, if 25 people come to some little town in the middle of nowhere where they're never going to have an experience like this otherwise, I think it was great. Yeah. And I really felt an appreciation um, particularly in some of these smaller towns in Germany and some of the other countries. I played a lot in England and Scotland and just had a chance to meet all sorts of people too that I would have never met. And Do you have like a large European following now? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I have really much of any following unless I put myself in people's face. But, uh, you know, I, I I feel like I connected with a lot of people through the music. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you connected with me. So I'm sure all your fans out there, whenever you were traveling, you probably gathered thousands of them. You probably met a lot of people over your lifetime. No, it was usually more like dozens. But <laughs> Well, let's talk about the music that I have uh, for you your album that um, sort of takes pieces from different um, albums that you put together. And I wanted to just go over 
Uh, what do you think about the different songs? If you have any stories behind the, so uh, I'm going to move. So the album that I have for you is named Ophelia. And I'm going to screen share with you to let's see if we can. Are you able to see it? Yeah. Okay. So this is your album and the songs that I put on there, which I'm just going to play. It's only going to play 30 seconds of each song. So I'm going to go through the whole thing and then we can talk about it.
So do you have any comments on like what any of these particular songs that's in this album? Uh, well, these are, uh, Ophelia is inspired by the Shakespearean character. Uh, Sailing to Byzantium is inspired by a poem by the Irish poet uh, William Butler Yeats. Byzantium as a place where art was uh, valued and so the idea of sailing to Byzantium is sort of going off in pursuit of of the world of art and beauty. Um, you know, I guess there's a certain rest, restlessness to a few of these pieces, like no particular place to go, that feeling of being ready to do something and not knowing where or what. Uh, nocturnal, just a stroll through the dark. Uh, Mario's tune is about a, a filmmaker that I worked with uh, on a great documentary film who passed away. So that's sort of a memorial. Um, Port Antonio is a place in Jamaica that I liked a lot. The Mediterranean world. So, so that all of the pieces you know, relate to some uh, some some place or some character trying to kind of paint a little portrait, an impression. I guess I think of myself as sort of an impressionist, trying to capture the fleeting moment. You should write a book someday to, you know, kind of go through your storyline and your music. Only you know that, you know, like that every piece has sort of its own story behind it. Um, but I'm going to run out of time soon. So I wanted to thank you very much for coming on this interview. And I'm hoping to talk to you more about your other works. And um, I really do appreciate everything that, uh, with your music and what you've done so far. So thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.